You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Suzanne Burnett. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Maggie. How are you today? I am doing so good. I'm doing so good. I'm looking out my window, and the sun is coming out. It's been raining here, so happy to see the sun. Good. We love sunny days. Well, today we are starting a new unit. We are starting Unit 27, which is titled The Death and Resurrection of Jesus. This unit is four sessions. And our unit description is that the darkest day the world has ever seen became the brightest day one glorious Sunday morning. After Jesus was unjustly convicted of a crime, he was crucified and his body was placed in a tomb. But on the third day, Jesus rose from the dead, defeating sin and death and rising again as the conquering king. And listeners, as you might remember, whenever we start a new unit, we have some new information to go over. So Suzanne, why don't you share with us our big picture questions and answers and our key passage for unit 27? Yeah, so our big picture question for this unit, all of our age groups have the same question. There's different answers, but the same question. And the question is, how is Jesus the perfect king? How is Jesus the perfect king? So the answer for younger preschool is Jesus rules over everything. For older preschool, the answer is Jesus perfectly rules over everything. And for kids, the answer to the big picture question is Jesus perfectly rules over the universe as king of kings. And the key passage for this unit is Revelation 5.13. And for babies and toddlers, the Bible phrase is, everyone will worship God forever. For younger preschool, the phrase is, every creature will worship God forever and ever. For older preschool, the Bible verse is, I heard every creature say, blessing and honor and glory and power be to the one seated on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever. And for kids, The key passage is, I heard every creature in heaven and on earth, under the earth, on the sea, and everything in them say, blessing and honor and glory and power be to the one seated on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. And again, all of those are found in Revelation 5.13. Such a great verse to hide away in our hearts. I'm excited for the kids to really focus on that over these four sessions. Thanks for sharing, Suzanne. So on this episode, we're going to be focusing on Unit 27, Session 1, Jesus Was Put on Trial. And this can be found in Matthew 26 through 27, Mark 14 through 15, Luke 22 through 23, and John 18. So all four of the Gospels. Our big idea for this session is that Jesus, the Messiah, was born as God promised. He lived a perfect life and performed many miracles. His miracles and his teachings prove he is God. Jesus knew his purpose in coming to the earth and that his earthly ministry would come to an end. This week, kids will see that Jesus was put on trial and unfairly sentenced to die. Through his sacrifice, people can experience forgiveness and life with God forever. So now let's head into talking about some activities that might need some extra prep or some extra instructions or just a little more clarity. So Suzanne, why don't you start us off with our preschool areas? 
Yes. So for this week and younger preschool during the bonus teaching hour and the introduce the Bible story portion of the leader guide, it calls for Bible markers or bookmarks to mark passages of scripture in the Bible. And these same bookmarks will be used in every session throughout this unit. So it'll be good to keep those handy in the classroom. Don't throw them away after the session or hide them from yourself. Keep them out because you'll need to use them again. And you could laminate those because kids will be interacting with them and it'll kind of give them a little bit more durability. For the older preschoolers this week, there's an activity called Play Instruments. And so for this activity, each child will need their own instrument. But if you don't have enough instruments to go around, um, you know, kids can use their hands to clap, they can stomp their feet, they can click their tongues, pat the tops of their legs. Some kids can snap their fingers. So if you don't have enough instruments, then you can get creative and they can just use their bodies to do that. And then lastly, this week in preschool, in preschool worship, there's an activity called Spell Jesus. And so the leader guide says to use masking tape to form the letters of Jesus's name on the floor. But sometimes that can be really tricky, especially those S's trying to get them right with tape. All those curves. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's so tricky. So if you are a perfectionist like me and you want to have curvy S's, then what you can do instead is write each individual letter of Jesus name on a large sheet of construction paper or half sheets of poster board. And that would work as well. That's great. All right, so for our older kids, there is an activity called Stay Silent. And if you have a group of kids that need a little bit more action or just have some extra wiggles that week that need to get those wiggles out, you can make this activity more action-oriented or more team-building focused by leading the kids to spell out the name of Jesus with their bodies but remind kids that they still need to complete the activity without talking because that is the main point of the activity. And then for midweek, one of the welcome activities, so you'll see this activity over and over again throughout this unit is called worship list. And it involves the kids writing things that they can worship God for on sticky notes and then putting those on the wall. And the idea is that you could continually build this list throughout the entire unit. But if you are in a portable church or if you're in a shared room situation where you can't keep like posters on the walls from week to week, you could hang up a large piece of paper like butcher paper and have the kids hang up their sticky notes on that paper. And then at the end of class each week, just take that large piece of paper down with all the sticky notes on it, roll it up so that the sticky notes stay on it and then store it away and then hang it back up at the beginning of class next session. All right, and now let's start to wrap up this episode by talking about what we are excited about for this session. And I'll start off and then I'll hand it over to you, Suzanne. You know, I was reading through this Bible story and I was just thinking about, you know, because of the developmental stages that kids are in, they're often focused on what's fair or unfair, or, you know, what's right or wrong. And quite honestly, I'm also often oh, focused too. on that, right? <laughs> I, you know, I want things to be fair and I want, you know, the unfair things to be righted and corrected. But, you know, because of, because of that, because kids are focused on that, I think that this might be an uncomfortable Bible story for our kids to sit in. 
which honestly can sometimes be a good thing, right? We want kids to be uncomfortable with the fact that Jesus was completely and fully innocent, yet he died in our place. And that discomfort that they're feeling means that they're starting to understand the consequence of our sin and the concept of Jesus's sacrifice. And as you discuss this Bible story with them, allow them that space to process and to ask questions. And I want to encourage you leaders, because I need to be encouraged of this as well and to be reminded of this as well, to free yourself from the pressure to feel like you need to answer all of their questions. So just as you head into the session this week, just remind yourself that you do not have to answer all of their questions, right? Your space with those kids can be a safe place for them to talk and ask questions and process. Yeah, I agree, Maggie, and I love that. I was raised in an environment where we were not allowed to ask questions when we had questions about the Bible. And that was hard for me. And now I realize the importance of exploring my faith myself and asking those questions, but also fostering an environment for children where they feel safe to ask those questions. But you're right. We feel like we need to have all the answers and it's an unrealistic burden for us to carry. And it's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to say, I need to ask somebody else. Let's go find somebody to ask. But it's even better to say, I'm not sure, let's open the Bible and let's figure it out together. Especially with, you know, older kids, you can sit and you can look at the scripture together and figure those things out. I love that. I love those responses that you suggested, Suzanne, and that action of going to the Bible together and looking looking at it together, right? Because I think that when we as leaders give ourselves that freedom, it also gives kids the freedom to ask questions without you know, having the answer prepared ahead of time, which, you know, we talked about perfectionism a little bit earlier in the episode. I think that our perfectionist kids especially need to be freed from that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.